Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the uh, Level Up podcast. I'm uh, your co-host, Brendan Payne, and Greg is on location somewhere today. Um, we'll just be uh, be myself today, but I'm excited. We've got a, an awesome young gun, um, what we refer to as kind of young guns in the industry, super solid um, agent in um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, with Century 21, the Harrelson Group, um, Hunter Baden. Hunter, man, thank you for hopping on to this. I'm, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to uncover some things about the industry, about myself as well, and uh, see what we can share with everybody listening. Awesome. Well, I know they're going to get a ton out of it. So it's, uh, it's always nice to, uh, to have somebody on that's willing to share. So let's, let's dive in. You have, you're, you're newer um, in, the, in the grand scheme of most mm-hmm. agents. You're at the beginning stage. How long have you been in business? I've been in business now selling for, this is be, be my third year. So two years in 2019, January 1st was my first full year in sales. And then of course, last year with COVID and everything. And now I'm on my third year full-time sales. Okay. Yep. Okay. Awesome. So for those that may not know you, give us a little bit of um, background on like, you know, it's always interesting. Very few people ever were in grade school and said, you know what, I'm going to become a real estate agent. So how'd you end up in this business? I wish I had a, a like a shiny answer to that um, every time. And, and I, and I, I do, you know, after spending a few years into the, in the industry, I think that I've kind of developed, you know, what I could call an answer to that. And one would be, you know, one reason I always knew real estate was a great vehicle to be in. You know, it's a great opportunity to provide a lot of opportunities for yourself, but also a lot of others as well. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens to be a great way to, uh, to create a great career. Um, so getting into that, kind of being from Myrtle Beach as well, seeing a lot of the construction, a lot of the development in the area as well. I just decided that, hey, you know, I want to be a part of that one day as well. So that's kind of my reason. Just really wanted to get into the real estate industry from the beginning. And then the second reason is, is of course, I just wanted to, to help people. So I feel that I'm fairly decent at communicating and fairly decent at uncovering, you know, what people's concerns are, what um, my seller's concerns are, what their goals are as well. And just try to make sure that I'm comfortable with them and they're comfortable with me. But I felt that was a skill of mine that I could also take into the real estate industry to help people make that transition, help them make that move. And uh, you combine both of those. And that's kind of how I found myself in the, uh, the business. Yeah. And it's interesting because you're, you know, you're part of the, the generation that I think has seen, um, you know, maybe you don't go the traditional route. Did you go to, did you go to college? No, I graduated high school, thankfully. Um, (laughs) I think if you look on like, if you look in a high school calendar, there's like 180 days that you have to go to school. And at the end of my senior year, I think that I was absent about 85 <laughs> of those days. So, so fortunately, I graduated high school and um, I did go to, to Coastal Carolina. I went to, to university, a local university for about a year, about two semesters, was on and off there, didn't really have a reason to be there, didn't know what I was going to do after I graduated as well. Ended up, you know, kind of just scratching that itch and getting into real estate. I, I ended up dropping out of Coastal Carolina, uh, out of university. And I remember when I went to get out of the enrollment, you know, it's a process. You've got to speak to four or five professors. You have to, 
you have to go and talk to the guidance counselor as well. And of course, I remember sitting in the, the office of the guidance, you know, the guidance office, and they're battling me with all these questions. Why are you dropping out? What are you going to do? You know, the, the average person who drops out has, you know, 0% success rate, hit me with all these statistics. And I told her that I was going to get into real estate. Mm. At the time, I didn't know what that meant. You know, I didn't know if it was sales. I didn't know if I was going to be banging a hammer and, and building stuff. So I just knew that that was something I wanted to be in. And, and I remember telling her real estate. And of course, she told me again, you know, hit me with all the, the reasons not to do it. And I remember I finally just looked at her and said, look, I'm going to get into real estate. I'm going to be successful with it. You know, where do I sign off so I can get out of the school and start this? And uh, that kind of bled into me and stuck with me for a while and helped me kind of catapult into real estate a little bit quicker. And, and a few things like that have happened since then. But all, anytime you can reference back to something to kind of give you some fuel through times that you need some fuel is always good, good experience to have as well. Yeah. So I did go to college a little bit. Yeah, it seems like there's always, uh, I mean, I, I can probably count a half a dozen times in my mm -hmm. life where those were major turning points. And I look at them and go, it probably would have been different if I would have, if I would have gone a different direction. And some of them you look back and go, maybe, maybe it would have been different, better. But mm -hmm. most of them you look at and you say, man, if I would have made that choice, if I would have stayed there, what would have happened? And um, so that's, that's pretty cool that that was, you know, uh, you, you recognize that this is what I'm committed to. And you went in and, and uh, her telling you, no, you're staying in wasn't going to be an option. It wasn't going to be an option. And that was just more, more fuel too. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's telling you you can't. And especially, it's not like, it, you know, I'm, I'm leaving this and I'm going to this actual job that I just got. No, I'm going to go into real estate. I'm sure right. she's like, oh, sure, sure. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of doubt there. And I, you know, and I did spend some time, I probably spent three or four months trying to just get, you know, get my head on straight, figure out exactly what I was going to do. And of course, I went and got my real estate license, took the education courses during that time period. And by the time I had everything kind of lined up and had a few other jobs that I was doing at that time as well, not real estate related, but had to cut loose both of those and just jump into it full time. And I've been full time committed and uh, ever since. So. Got it. Got it. So fast forward now, two full years in the business, mm -hmm. starting third, first quarter of 2021 is over, just finished a, a 12 month crazy time of COVID. Give us some perspective on how it's going. What are you on track right now this year to do in terms of production? Well, in my opinion, it's, it's going great so far. I mean, the goal at the beginning of the year that I think we set in November or December of last year was 100 sales. You know, from day one, from the time that I got into the business back in 2019, my goal for the third year was to cross that 100 deal threshold. And uh, so far, we've closed 30 properties to date and another 28, 29 that are pending right now as well. Yep. So hopefully those will be, you know, 50 to 60 or so by the end of the year. And hopefully we'll blow past that goal. You know, I'm thinking between 120, 125 or so is uh, where we can end up this year if we stay consistent and stay at it. Yeah. And, and, you know, if my math's correct, you're well on your way to to blow past the 100 transactions with for a lot of people listening, that might be like, oh, come on, you got to be kidding me. Third year in business. Um, but you're on track. You have 30 closed sales. I verified you have 30 closed sales this year and have bounced around in the mid 20s pending consistently all year. Give some perspective on somebody that comes in brand new, um, self-proclaimed, just got out of high school. College wasn't the thing. You get into real estate. What is, a lot of people do that, but what's the difference that caused that kind of success over a really, really short period of time for you? It's a great question. I think it's, I think it's a combination of things. So, 
we hear it every day because we're in the business and we're surrounded by great leaders and great people. But to an outside agent who may not have a, a, you know, access to that stuff or that training material and that knowledge, I think it's a combination of two things and one's being extremely consistent. So you've got to find out what you need to actually be consistent at, which is contacts, you know, appointments, um, learning your scripts. It can be a, a number of things, but one, you need to be extremely consistent from day one. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you commit to, if you commit to studying the material, studying the market, studying the scripts, you know, working on your business, then you need to do that on a consistent basis, whether it's six days a week or seven days a week, you know, choose one of the two, but you need to be extremely consistent. And then the second part of that is you need to take that consistency and take that hard work and determination and you need to put it behind a systematic approach. You know, what we do, it's almost, I call it a lot of times like an assembly line. The way that we, we operate and we sell real estate is because everything has a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, if one button gets pushed and then another button pops out as well, you know, if, if a listing comes in, then we need to know where that listing is going, who's getting a call to that client, um, when they'll be listed. There's a whole process that needs to go. And that just comes down to being extremely systematic with the approach as well. So you need to take consistency, hard work, determination, and apply that behind a systematic approach. And you can have results extremely quickly if you, if you work hard enough and, and focus on that. Yeah, I, I love where you broke down the um, you can have all the commitment in the world. But if you're working on the wrong thing, you're not going to see the results. And then you can be working on the right thing, have all of the tools in front of you, all of the access to it. But if you're not committed and you're not consistent, then you're not going to get the results either. So it's really a combination of being in a position where you've got the skills that you can develop out of the training, but then you actually show up every single day. I want to, I just, just literally just popped into my head. My first memory of you in the office, any idea what it would be like first two days? <laughs> Standing up rehearsing the scripts over and over and over again, having everybody in the office look at me, who, who, in, who in the world is this kid talking to? The audience, uh, <laughs> bingo. The audience is going to love this. So my, your first couple of days, I remember, you know, 7.30, I'm in there and I'm getting my stuff ready and, and um, doing a couple emails and checking a few things and getting ready. And I hear, good morning, Mr. Jones. Hi, it's Hunter with Century 21, the Harrelson Group, rolling through this just listed, just sold circle prospecting script. And I'm going... Oh my God, it's 730. What is this guy doing? And then another one, then another one. And it took about five or six calls. And I went, this guy is actually practicing role play like he's going to do it at eight o'clock when he starts getting live on the phones. That right there, and this just popped in my head, that right there, I probably at that point knew he's at least on the right track. Now, you have to keep doing that day in and day out. Everybody can show up on day one and do that. But the reason you're here is because that never stopped with you. Yeah, just to dig deeper in that and to add to that as well is what you guys saw in the office was was half of it. You know, by the time I would probably call in the first nine months of my my career, I would probably call from eight to eight if I didn't have appointments or whatnot mm-hmm. in between. So I would call from eight to eight and then, of course, work on the, the scripts in the morning. But as soon as eight o'clock hit and we legally couldn't call anymore, I would head home, go to the bathroom, look in the mirror and practice the scripts again. And I'd actually put down in, in the mirror, and I want people to, to really understand this because this is how important it is. I would put a mirror on my living room table and just kind of stare at it as if in practice, as if I was doing a presentation. So I would do that from eight o'clock to you know, 9.30 as late as I could until I got exhausted 
but I had so much practice watching myself, listening to myself, recording the scripts, you know, playing them back in the car, playing them in, in an iPod just over and over and over again to where it was just almost like automatic. You know, I knew what to say. Why was that so important to you? Like we know the results, but why was that so important to you? Confidence, confidence. It it was the quickest way for me to get confidence. I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning. You can study the market and you can have some, some market knowledge, but to be able to convey that I needed practice in that. So I needed the scripts to, to give me the confidence to walk in and, um, and even ask the right questions. You know, yeah. I didn't even have the confidence. If you don't know what to say, you don't have the knowledge, then you're not going to have the confidence either. Yeah, hundred percent. So I want to I want to make sure those listening to that really really understand what he just said. The amount of reps that Hunter had after the first twelve months in business is probably more than the average agent has in five plus years because every day it might be ten years you're making calls from eight to eight, you're having real conversations. The best role plays in the world are with a live consumer on the other end that doesn't know the script. That's the best role play you can have as a live consumer. And oh, by the way, you might actually get a deal. Then you go home and you say, I want to see what these people that I'm meeting with see when I sit down across from them. And that amount of repetition in there, you didn't have any choice but to get better. Because you had to keep presenting to the guy who wasn't good. And then I'm sure no one knew you probably were your biggest critique. And as you then continue to get better and better, then you look at somebody who's been in the business 10 years, they're not going on a listing appointment every day for weeks on end. You were going home and going on a listing appointment every day. And I would even do like the hardest objections that I would get. I would write those down as soon as I get in the car and create flashcards. And the same thing, I'd flip over the flashcard and have to handle that objection immediately. You know, no time to look back at notes. I would handle it and literally put myself as if I was presently in front of somebody and force the words to come out. And um, I think that's definitely a contribution to the success that I've had so far. No, no doubt. Without question. No doubt. So I get this question all the time and I know that I'm sure you do. And it's, it's probably one the audience is asking right now. Okay, that's great. I understand it. But what is wrong with you? Like how... How do you do this day in and day out? Because there's days that they may wake up and say, you know what, I just don't, I want to go do something else. I don't want to do this. How do you keep the consistency going, um, knowing that you can get the reward on the other end, but it's still, it's, it's, it's a challenge sometimes. So how have you gotten through that? Well, that's, the, that's one of the, the biggest struggles with anybody, you know, and I was thinking about this before we got on the call is, I've been here now for two, two, three years now, and it almost breaks my heart, unfortunately, to see a lot of agents come through companies or come through the the industry and be out of it within six months to eight months. And I I try to think about that and think, why why does it happen? And aside from skills or knowledge or consistency and things like that, and usually it boils down to two things, in in my opinion. You know, the first one's going to be you got to have a why. You know, you got to know why you're doing it. You have to know why you're getting up. You have to know why you're going to force yourself to go to bed at eight o'clock so you can be up early the next day as well. You have to know why you're going to the gym in the morning. You have to know why you're practicing the scripts, why you're going on the appointment. And you've got to be able to tie that to a bigger, you know, a bigger picture. You know, you're not just going in to get a listing. You're going in to help a family, to Mm -hmm. help somebody, to help your family as well, you know, to help everybody around you. And that's, you need to have a bigger why. And then 
and not anybody can spend time, you know, figuring out their why and, and writing down, you know, things to build their why. And the second part is, is having a what's next, right? Having a next step in your life and your career. It's not just specifically related to what you're doing on a daily basis. You know, we're going to get the listing. We're going to do a hundred plus deals, but what's next after that? You know, what's the reason we're doing that? And uh, you have a why and you have an idea of what's next for you in life. Then I think you're going to be able to find it very easy to, to remain consistent through hard times. Yeah. It's connecting the dots, right? It's, it's yep. the, you know, getting up and doing something that you don't want to do. Um, yeah, you 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 take the easy way out if you didn't see what was on the other end. But if you've got a if you A equals B and then that gets me to C, then that's you know that's the key. And a lot of times people don't uh, they would make that commitment if they ever took the time to figure the why. But if it's not there, then it's just easier to just go do something that's easier. And it's easy to go back to you know in an appointment when you you find yourself kind of struggling to get in the business or it gets late in the appointment or late on the phone call, it's easy to revert back to your why. Even write it down on your phone, write it down on a sticky note, have something that you can immediately revert back to. And you'll find that if it's strong enough, you're going to have a fire lit under you as soon as you recall that why. And mm -hmm. it's going to be easy to get back to work and, and focus and dial back in. Love it. Love it. So you came, obviously you came from out of the industry. Um, student got into the business you probably had your perceptions like we all do of what it was going to be. What, what's the biggest misconception that you had when you got into business compared to what you know now? You see me smiling. <laughs> um, completely opposite. I mean, you know, and I think I've heard others in the office say this, that the reason you get into real estate is probably the reason most people unfortunately fail out of real estate, which is to be your own boss and, and control your schedule and whatnot. And, um, you know, make all this money or whatnot. But it, as far as, you know, what was the question again? One more time. Yeah. So what was the biggest like aha moment or thing that was just like, man, I was way off base on what that was good or bad. Right. So, so I, I kind of thought that, you know, you're going to have all this freedom, have all this extra income and it's going to be very, very easy. But that was, that was the exact, exact opposite. And when I figured that out, I think it really helped take some stress off. When I figured out that one, you've got to be disciplined. Two, you actually have, have to be your boss. You know, you have to actually make sure that you show up. You have to make sure you get the task done. And uh, when you realize that and you realize that, hey, I didn't get into this just to kind of lay around and, and get paid, you have to really work. You have to really help somebody. You have to know the market. And when you figure that out, it may be upsetting or maybe disappointing, but it also may be inspiring because now you've got an opportunity if you just hone in on that and, um, and, and, and do what you're, you're, you put the tie on to do every day, which is help people. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest myth that, um, you know, that we all got in, be your own boss, unlimited income and um, set your own schedule. And that's a total myth in real estate. If that's what you think is going to happen when you get in the business. Now, the, the greatest thing is all three of those things are a hundred percent true and attainable, but it's, that happens after a fairly significant time of commitment and dedication to like being really, really disciplined. So I don't think anybody gets into the real estate business and, you know, all of a sudden they have their, they can have their freedom and they, they write their own schedule and they're their own boss and make any money. You can do that. But then typically it's like, I didn't really get the income I was wanting. I didn't really enjoy the time off because I didn't have the money that I thought. So it all kind of goes full circle. The discipline creates that down the road. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's something luckily um, you know, you, you grasped that pretty quickly and thought it was a good thing. 
And like you said too, if you're, if you become disciplined and you become a good boss for yourself, you will have the freedom. You will, you will make your goals. You will have the income. You will have the freedom. It's just in reverse. Yeah. You, know, you don't get that up front. You don't get the freedom and you don't get the, um, the income that you want first. You have to put in the work. You have to become an authority. You have to be your own boss and then that'll follow. So I think that it's true to an extent. Yeah. And it's always interesting because a lot of times what forces people um, out of what they don't like doing is, um, you know, the fact that they have to go and, and work a schedule and stuff like that. And, and they've got this delusion that when you get into the, the real estate industry, it's going to be different. And it's not. It's not. It's just the rewards are, you know, 10x of what they could be in wherever you're, wherever you're currently at. So you're going to do, I mean, you're going to do plus 100 transactions, make a really good income this year and continue to probably grow as high as you want to grow. So for somebody that's sitting there going, okay, now you've kind of got me hooked. I think I, I'm starting to believe that maybe I can do the same thing, whether they're new or, or just getting into business. What's next for you? You mentioned earlier, like you got to know what's next. So what do you want to do? Like what, what do you see yourself doing in five years? Still production or what? Yeah, I, I still see, you know, I still see production. I still think that real estate sales will be, you know, I'm just gonna be completely transparent. I think that real estate sales will still be something that I do for a, an extended amount of time. Um, but I also want to get deeper into real estate as well. You know, I talked to Greg quite a few times about, you know, always ask questions about the developments that we've got going on in the company and what other agents are doing and mm -hmm. construction. I mean, I always had a, a feel for that side of the business. And I think sales was kind of the stepping stone to get into that. But you've also got to have some capital. You know, you've know, you got to have some income and some free cash to really put into investments and put into development projects. And that's what I'm really looking at as to what's next. That's kind of what hunkers me down and continues to make me you know, do what I do every single day because now I've got the next step as well. So developments, I love Myrtle Beach. I mean, I'm from here, so I want to build up Myrtle Beach the best way that I can or build up South Carolina the best way that I can and just get deeper into the industry and help as many people in the industry, just like this podcast you know, help people thrive in the industry as well and get as much out of it as they possibly can. Yeah. So great example of you had your why that got you mm -hmm. here at seven o'clock call from eight to eight in the beginning, go back, present yourself in a mirror. And now you're stable. Like you're, you know, I, I would think, you know, by now you're not going anywhere in this business. You can make it. You got a, you got a good foundation, but now look what moved. Now your why moved. So now you've got something else that you put in front of you and said, okay, now this is what's going to get me to go and do what I need to continue doing. That's a big part of what keeps all of us going is continuing to move that goalpost. What's next in this business. The greatest thing about this business is probably not the transactions that we do. It's the transactions that we do that give us the income and the freedom to go do other things that probably at some point will replace everything that we get the benefit of in our, in our um, production right now. That core business is so important to exposing, whether it's development, investments, um, buying rentals, things like that. It's just, it's, it's all the bonuses that go along with being a really skilled agent, right? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I was just thinking about probably about this time last year, um, I was struggling, really struggling with trying to grasp that same concept. You know, why are we, why are we doing all the transactions? What's the point? You know, I almost felt really detached from the business and didn't get an emotional return from really anything that happened. We'd have sales, we'd have pending properties, 
And uh, I wasn't getting a, a good emotional return from it. And so I spoke to a great leader in the company about the issue because I felt that it was affecting my production and affecting you know, my why, my motivation. And he pretty much said that same point. So I really want to stress that because other people may be feeling that same way as well. You know, what's the point? Why am I doing it? The money's good. We've already got enough money saved up in the bank. And uh, what's the reason on, on keeping on keeping on? And it, you've got to attach that to the freedom, to the vacations, to the, to the, the freedom with bills. I mean, everything, the freedom yeah. to, to have options in life, you know, to have options, to do developments, to do construction, do everything, anything you want to do. But you have that option and it starts with mastering the very first thing you got going, which is sales. And yeah. you have to master that first, get that platform running. And then you've got options in the other fields of desire as well. Yeah. yeah. And this is the, that, that's, that's probably just like, all of those other options are the unseen benefit of this job, man, for the people that get in and probably would be really good at some of that other stuff, but they never develop the core. So they never, they never develop the, um, the income and the foundation to be able to go do that stuff. What a shame, because there's probably some people that would be really, really good, but it's, it has to start with that foundation. How do you, how do you go and, take that next step if you can't sit down and, and make a great presentation to a buyer or seller on a, on a single transaction. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta push. It's like if we go up a hill and you've got a huge boulder in front of you, you know, 500 pound boulder and you're trying to push it up the hill. You can't do anything. You can't, you can't have an arm free. You've got to push that boulder up the hill before you focus on anything else. Yeah. So that's it. Focus is yes. I want to get into a ton of other ventures and, um, in, in businesses and industries, but I understand that I've got a, a 500 pound boulder on, on top of me. I've got to push it up to the top of the hill, get it stabilized. And then I can go into something else, you know, and have the freedom to do that. But as of right now, I've still got to push the business in the right direction. And that's, that's a, just kind of my mentality as well for it. That's a great, great visual, great analogy. Um, so we're, we're kind of getting towards the end here. And I, I want to, I know that um, hopefully people will listen to this a couple of times and, and take some notes on some of the the things you've, um, the nuggets that you've thrown out there. If you're going back and telling you, once you are getting ready to get in business or somebody that's new right now and they were where you were last year and just kind of like, oh man, I'm just not sure. And they're losing the confidence. What's the biggest piece of advice or the most important piece of advice you give somebody that's newer in their career or that's trying to get to the level that you're at right now? Have a filter you know, protect what's coming into your mind and, and, and occupying your time. You've got to have a, a very strong filter. If you look at most of the top agents in our entire market, and especially in the office, they have an extremely strong filter. Like nobody's coming in. There's not shiny objects that are coming in. There's not this kind of brokerage or, or this platform is going to work and boost your leads or boost your sales. Have a, an extremely strong filter and protect your time. Protect it like it's the most important thing in your entire life because it really is. You know, my family, even my family and, and girlfriend and, and everybody that I'm involved with knows to really not call me until about 630 at night because I will not answer. You know, you've got to really have a filter on, on everybody and, and be upfront with everybody too. Clients need to know, you know, when they can reach you and how to reach you, but not just clients, but family, everybody involved needs to be on the same boat as well because you've got to have a strong filter and strong protection of your time. So that's kind of one thing I would say is protect your time. Yeah, I love that. And I know how, how important um, family and stuff is to you. When you had that conversation and let them know this is really about you. This is about not about me not wanting to talk with you. This is what I'm doing because that's so important. Then uh, 
then I'm sure it makes a ton of sense to them. So Hunter, great information. And uh, I appreciate you very candid, very transparent as I knew you would be. And I really appreciate you uh, hopping on here and kind of going through all that stuff. Good deal. Thank you, Brennan. I appreciate it. Hopefully they, the uh, listeners got something from it. So I know they, they definitely will. And we'll, uh, we'll have to get you back on here uh, and see what uh, 2021 turns out. Uh, like I know there's going to be a big number, so I'm excited for you. And for those of you listening, please, if you like what, um, what uh, we're bringing to the show and, and continue to have great guests like Hunter, please uh, give us a review. Feedback's great one way or another. If it's great, fine. If it's not perfectly fine as well, make sure and uh, subscribe and uh, let us know um, what we can do in, in other topics that you're interested in. Also, make sure to uh, visit Real Estate Sales Solutions. We've got a ton of content on there that is, um, you know, it's designed to help you continue to grow and be the best agent that you can be and level up from agent to entrepreneur. So until the next time, Hunter, thanks again, and we'll talk to y'all soon.